Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Well, you hear that sound, and it is the sound of Christmas. We know that Christmas season is here. We know that trees are going up all over the place. Lights are going up. As you may see in the background here, I did a makeshift Christmas decoration here in my office slash bedroom. Um, So we had these Christmas lights laying around we didn't use. So I thought, what better time to put them to use than now when we're going to be talking about a delicate, difficult subject when it comes to Christians. Now, this is specifically a conversation for Christians and what we do with Santa Claus. With it being Christmas, there are many elves on a shelf going up. There's many Santa Claus uh, movies being watched. There's many talks about Santa Claus, letters written to Santa Claus or will be written to Santa Claus. A lot of people that are going to be telling their kids they better be nice because if they're naughty, then they'll just get lumps of coal in their stocking. And that's all they'll get as far as presents. So we're going to be talking about Santa Claus and if Christians should engage in telling their kids about Santa Claus. And if they do, is this considered a lie? Now, I want to be upfront with you from the get-go here. What I am going to do on this episode is give you my discerning thoughts These are going to be my thoughts. You may disagree. We may find common ground somewhere. I hope we do. If we disagree, that we can at least find common ground. But uh, I'm just going to tell you what I think from a biblical perspective and tell you how the Bible meets our culture and how that has caused a lot of problems for many years and continues to do so today. So the question that I have on my mind here for this particular podcast episode is. Is it okay to tell your kids that Santa Claus is coming to town? Is it okay to tell your kids that he's watching, that he sees you when you're sleeping, he knows when you're awake, he knows if you've been bad or good, and then tell your kids to be good for goodness sake? Is this acceptable for those who profess Christ? Now, I'll tell you that this stemmed from a Facebook conversation that I watched unfold yesterday, and I too was a part of because I shared my thoughts in a loving way, of course. Social media can be a place where argumentative debates can happen rather frequently, and uh, it is not my goal or aim to have argumentative debates, only share my convictions on a particular subject. So while I'm pulling this up, I just want to let you know that this is also not intended to be an argumentative debate concerning Santa Claus and Christmas. But I want to read to you this post from my good friend that started uh, a long dialogue with uh, people that had many different thoughts on whether or not we should tell people there is a Santa Claus or tell our children about a Santa Claus. And this is what the post said, and I quote, if lying is a sin, and it is, then when you lie to your children about Santa Claus, Ultimately, you are sinning against God. Now, you may, if you're listening or watching, you may gasp already and think, well, 
that definitely is a pot stirring comment to make, especially on social media. But I think it is a pot stirring comment that needs to be made because we need to think through this biblically as Christians. I think for far too long, Christians have let the culture creep in not only to the church, but into their homes as well. And I would just tell you how the Lord has been working in my life recently is I've come to uh, the conclusion that I really have failed at family worship in my home and I haven't done it as well as I need to. So if fathers aren't leading their families in worship, it's easy for the culture to come into the home. And then we go down this path of what my brother here says, lying to our kids about Santa Claus. So let's talk about this just for a second. And I want to look at some scripture to, to kind of back up my conviction on this. And I will tell you that we have four children and we did not do Santa Claus with either of our kids. I remember with our first child, Eli, who is now 16 years old, uh, there were many people, my family included, that thought we were crazy for not doing Santa Claus because, I mean, that's what you do for kids, right? That's the tradition. You do the Santa tradition. And uh, we simply said, well, our convictions biblically are that we are going to preach Christ and Christ crucified to our children, not only at Christmas, but every single day of the year. So we did not do Santa Claus with our children. And uh, what our kids do with their children is really going to be uh, up to them. Uh, I'm not going to force them to do what we did. I'm going to pray that they would hold to biblical conviction and uh, that their wives would be firm believers and that they would hold to biblical conviction as well um, and just do whatever they feel is necessary that brings God the most glory and honor. Now, what I mean by the culture has kind of infiltrated our churches and our homes is the idea of Santa Claus has become widely accepted. It's a tradition. It's uh, one of those things that we tell our kids that Santa's coming and Christmas Eve night, we leave out milk and cookies and and then um, our kids go off to bed and we tell them that a fat guy in a red suit is going to come down a chimney and he is going to leave presents for our children. Now, here's a couple of things that I see wrong with this. And also, let me say, my parents did Santa Claus with me when I was a kid and I don't hate them for it. Um but we chose not to. Anyway, let me keep going. Here's a couple of, of thoughts I have about this that are in the negative. First of all, when parents give their kids gifts, they work hard all year long and spend their hard-earned money to buy those gifts and then claim they're from some other man that just squeezes himself down their chimney, which, again, is another problem I have. It's kind of like breaking and entering, right? He's just going to squeeze down the chimney, and questions that I've always had are, what if the fireplace is going? And then when you really look in the chimney, if you have a gas fireplace, you really can't get up and down that chimney. And really, no man can, especially a jolly old St. Nick, right? Um, and then he's going to creep around and give you presents, go back up the chimney, get in his sleigh led by reindeer, and go to the top of the other house next door. If that child has been good, they'll slide down. he'll slide down that chimney, give gifts, and uh, keep on going. And then another thing I have, another problem I have with it is how is Santa going to get to every house in the world in one night? Um, I know those are just um, silly thoughts that I have, but really here are the biggest issues I have. 
is number one, we're teaching our kids behavior modification based off of what someone else can do for them. And what I mean by that is we're telling them to be good or they won't get any presents. So they're going to be good for the sake of getting presents, which could easily translate into every aspect of life. Well, if I be good here, I can get something in return when really we should be teaching our kids Christ and obedience to him. Regardless of our circumstances, regardless of what's going on in their lives or even in our lives, we teach Christ, Christ crucified and obedience to him, not behavior modification depending on where we are in our lives or what we're doing in certain situations. The second thing, which is really the biggest thing, is when you're telling your kids that there is a Santa, a man that's going to come into their home, leave gifts, you got to be good for him to do this. We're ultimately telling our kids a lie. And you may push back, well, it's just the wonder and the, the just the awe in their eyes and just to see uh, the magic of Christmas and all of this unfold, to see the twinkling of their eye. Here's the problem. Christmas isn't about Santa. Christmas isn't about you. Christmas isn't about your kids. Christmas is about Christ. Easter, let me just say this. It's not about Easter bunnies. It's not about baskets full of eggs. It's not about egg hunts. It's not about egg drops. It's not about Cadbury bunnies. Easter is about Christ. Everything that we do in life is about Christ. Therefore, as believers, the Bible should be pushing our decisions. In other words, our decisions should be based off of the sufficient, authoritative Word of God. And the Word of God teaches us that we shall not lie. As a matter of fact, the Bible teaches us that God hates lying tongues. He hates those who lie. So lying or bending the truth or just telling a little fib to see the wonder in our kids' eyes doesn't negate what the Bible clearly says. That is a problem, again, with our culture is we think it's okay to bend God's law based off what we see in the eyes of our children. It's okay to bend the rules to see them happy. Nowhere in Scripture, and, and, and listen, we can have this debate. I do believe that God wants to see his people happy, but more than happiness, God calls us to holiness. So if we are neglecting the word of God, we are being disobedient to the word of God. Even if we're telling a little lie to see the wonder in our kids' eyes, we're bending God's law to fit what we would like to see happen in our lives and in our children's lives. Therefore, we, in my opinion, are being disobedient to the word of God, and therefore we find ourselves in sin. Again, Back to this original comment that started this firestorm on Facebook and led to this episode of this podcast. If lying is a sin, and it is, then when you lie to your children about Santa Claus, ultimately, ultimately, no matter how, no matter, you may think it's just a little, little bending of the truth, a little white lie, a little fib, a little story to help them understand and, and magnify Christmas in your children's eyes and mind, but ultimately, ultimately, you are sinning against God. And in this conversation, somebody said, well, what do you do when you tell your kids they want to keep playing and you don't want to play anymore? And you say, well, well, 
those characters are tired now or this uh, we tell little white lies to our kids just so we don't have to continue the playing or and let me just say this any lie you tell your kids is a lie and is a sin against God. So I can think of this in a way as kids always ask, why can't we play this? And we say, well, because, and then you make up some little fib just to kind of appease them for the moment. So I've been convicted of this as well, that we don't tell our kids little white lies to appease them. We tell them the truth. If we don't want to play anymore, say, because I'm tired, I don't want to play anymore. Go play in your room. You see, we have this idea in our culture that we have to be our kids' best friend. And if we tell them we're tired and we don't want to play anymore, it's going to upset them or hurt their feelings. But it's good for children to have their feelings hurt. It's good for them not to get everything they want. It's good for them to understand that when mom and dad is tired, playtime's done. So don't even lie to your kids in little ways like that. Just tell them the truth, even if it hurts. How many times have you been hurt, but you've been better for it as you've come through that hurt, especially as believers? The Lord sanctifies us and he he uh, works through our hurt and our faith is strengthened through that. So even those little white lies we tell our kids, stop doing those things. Stop telling kids there's an Easter bunny. And again, this is just my conviction because the Bible says you should not lie. Now, Somebody mentioned, well, the commandment says thou shalt not bear false witness against a neighbor. And uh, I would say it does say false witness, but I believe false witness and lying are are linked. So let's not even look at at the uh, uh, the commandment. Thou shalt not bear false witness or what we've come to to know and believe is thou shalt not lie. Let's listen to what Proverbs chapter 30, verses seven through nine says. It says two things I ask of you. Deny them not to me before I die. Remove far from me falsehood and lying. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with the food that is needful for me, lest I be full and deny you and say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of God. This is uh, a commentary or a a comment that my, my wife made concerning that post yesterday. She says, yesterday, a friend spoke about the Santa Claus topic and how lying is a sin and lying to your kids about Santa is a sin. It's plain and can't be justified no matter how hard you try. This is not up for debate on my post. She's not looking to debate or argue. Look at the above words in this proverb. He says, remove far from me falsehood and lying. He is begging God to sanctify him. He does not want to be near any situation that he would lie. He wants it removed far from him. His concern is not a couple hundred year old tradition to make kids smile. His concern is to be holy and please the Lord. The last part of those verses have been a prayer that my wife says she's prayed a lot. She says that God has provided for us in our poorest state in life and in our most wealthy, and we give him glory for it all in which we do. Being super poor doesn't mean you will steal. Being rich doesn't mean that you will forget God. But if you aren't daily being sanctified and not putting faith and trust in God, then in the harder good times, you may do unthinkable things. That is why staying in the word daily, praying and studying scripture is very important for the believer so that no matter the circumstance you're in, rich or poor, your relationship with Christ only grows stronger. And I would like to piggyback off of what she said there, especially concerning the topic today about lying and telling our kids about Santa Claus is that 
our concern, again, is holiness and to please the Lord. And um, this proverb says, remove far from me falsehood and lying. Falsehood and telling people that there is a Santa Claus or telling kids there's a Santa Claus, I believe, go hand in hand. Therefore, those things should not be in the life of a believer. You should run far from those. And my wife goes on to say that it is important for a, a Christian to be in the Word daily and to be studying and being sanctified. The closer we are to the Word of God, I believe the further we get away from man-made traditions, the further we get about wanting to lie. And I'm going to use that word, lie to our kids, because deep down, I believe that you internally know that it is indeed a lie. And if God's word says, remove far from me falsehood and lying, then you know that that is a sin. And I would encourage you, brothers and sisters, to repent of that sin if you feel convicted in that way. And again, this is just my conviction, and I'm going to teach it on this podcast the way I feel. But the closer you get to the Word of God, the further away from worldly traditions you will get. And again, I want to show you in, in Proverbs chapter 6 now, starting in verse 16. There are six things which the Lord hates. He hates these things. Yes, seven which are an abomination to him, haughty eyes, a lying tongue. A lying tongue is an abomination to God. And what you tell your kids should matter. This should bring some weight to what you tell them. He also says he hates hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that run rapidly to evil, a false witness who utters lies. And you you can you can say Stephen you're 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 kind of splitting hairs here. We're not out here lying and cheating and stealing and doing all these things, but a sin is a sin regardless of how innocent or how guilty. When sin is a sin, it is not innocent. It's still sin and it's still you're still guilty before God. So I want to I want you to think about those things. Notice that these are things that God hates, a lying tongue, and then he even says a false witness who utters lies. Telling your kids about uh, Santa Claus, Easter Bunny, Tooth Fairy, uh, and I don't know what else, are lies that I don't believe should be in Christian homes. Again, this is my thinking on the subject. Um, so what does this mean? How can we find common ground? If we, if you, you're saying, Stephen, if you don't think that Christians should be doing Santa Claus, um, what should they be doing? Where could we find common ground? Here's what I would say. The number one thing you should be teaching your kids about Christmas is Christ. Not only the birth of Christ, but the death of Christ the burial of Christ, the resurrection of Christ, the ascension of Christ, the return of Christ, the eternal state with Christ, or if they're not a believer, the eternal state apart from Christ. We should be teaching Christ. Christmas is about Jesus, the Messiah, the anointed one. Christmas is about that and that alone. So, 
we should be teaching, number one, about Jesus. And let me just say this. We should be teaching our families and our kids about Jesus every single day. It is not up to the pastors, the youth pastors, and children's pastors, or quote unquote, or, or let me just say elders at your church or teachers at your church to disciple your children. Fathers, it's your job to disciple your children daily. Mothers, if fathers aren't doing it, you if, you, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that you've got to jump in and disciple your kids because somebody else will, and the world will do it if you don't. So you must be discipling your kids, but I fear there's much more concern about making sure that they have a magical Christmas and understand Santa Claus more than they do the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ Jesus and why he came to this earth in the first place, and that's even in Christian homes. So I think that we need to stop want, taking the magical wonder and giving it to our kids, we should remove that and give them Christ. Now, I know there's many families out there that do Christ, and then Santa Claus and Elf on a Shelf are, are um, secondary things. And let me just say this about Elf on a Shelf. That is kind of weird that you have a, and forgive me, I mean no harm if you do Elf on a Shelf, please. We're going to find common ground here in a minute, I promise, so stick with me if you're still with me. I can't imagine lying to my kids saying, this elf is watching you, right? And then it's moving every day, and your kid thinks that that elf is moving around your house daily. Now, I've seen some creative things with Elf on a Shelf, but I, again, personally believe that uh, that is another lie. And uh, I say that gently and lovingly, and uh, I realize that sometimes truth is hard to swallow and comprehend. And a lot of people, nay, Nobody likes to be called out, especially in their sin. That's why I'm not going to name names. I have no care to do that. I just want to lay out what I think is biblical for you and, and hope to encourage you in some way and at least get you to think about these things. Whether you take this or not, that's between you and the Lord. So that's that, that's where we're going to get down into some common ground here. Let's find some common ground. Number one, we should agree as believers, Christmas is about Christ Jesus, exalting him, worshiping him, teaching his story, and teaching the story of redemption to your kids. Number two, if you do Santa Claus, if you do Elf on a Shelf, if you do the Easter Bunny, again, Easter about Christ, if you do the Tooth Fairy, that is between you and the Lord. If you can do that and not feel conviction from the Word of God, then I'm okay with that. But if you're doing it and you're not in the Word of God, you're not praying for a peace or even asking God to convict you if it's wrong, if you're not studying the Word and you're just doing it because it's tradition, because you want to see your kids happy, then that's where we kind of have an issue. As Christians, you belong in the Word of God. You belong uh, in the Word to study and to give it to your family, especially to your kids. So uh, but if you're in the Word of God and you do Santa Claus enough on a shelf and you're fine, you have a good conscience about doing that, by all means, do that. But our common ground is, as brothers and sisters in Christ, Christmas is about Jesus. And secondly, if you can do that from a pure heart, do Santa and all those things, then I'm right there with you. We are going to join together for the glory of God, the exaltation of Christ, and we're going to go out and make disciples together. So if you're doing Santa Claus and all those things, I hope this has been some encouragement for you. At least get you thinking, maybe talking with your spouse, uh, or if you're not married, you're a single parent, maybe start getting those that thought process going of whether or not it's biblical to 
what I would say, lie to your kids about Santa Claus. And then think about what's more important to your kids, giving them Christ or giving them Santa, making them be good for a fictitious person that is supposedly going to come down the chimney and give them presents that you worked hard to buy. Um, Just something to think about. So the biggest thing is make sure that you are truly in Christ. And what I mean by that is that you are a true believer. If you're not a true believer, I implore you to repent and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and get in the word of God, get in a local church that is solid, that is biblical. And uh, I really want you to think about all these things that we talked about today and whether you're you know believer, new believer, um, long-time believer, whatever the case may be, just think about these things. Think about what the Bible says about lying. I just gave you a couple of verses today just so we wouldn't belabor this point, but I believe when the Bible speaks, this is absolute truth, and this is the final authority. Your opinion and my opinion doesn't matter when the Bible speaks, when God speaks through His Word. So get in the Word, get in prayer, and find out if this is what you really need to do for your child concerning Santa Claus and Elf on a Shelf and those things, or if you just need to put Christ back where he belongs, especially around this time of Christmas. I would love to hear from you what you've done, how you're doing Christmas. I'd love to hear your thoughts. If you disagree with me, I'd love for some biblical support as uh, why you do. Um, But until next time, thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around this far if you have. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Until next time, God bless.